local from Peterborough. This is PCR. Don Mason Show, every Thursday. Great night, great guests, great music. The alternative to the alternative. Live on Peterborough Community Radio. One station for many communities. This is PCR. Drop me 
Ah, good evening to Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. Uh, this listening to the Doc Mason Show. Uh, the first track I played you there was a band called uh, Lunakiss. They uh, come from uh, Coventry, and the track was called uh, Something Beautiful. We've had uh, 12 tracks sent into the show this week, four tracks from local bands and artists, the rest of the tracks from uh, the rest of the world. Uh, Sorry, the rest of the world, rest of the UK. Uh, guest live in the session this evening is a muchly talented Tommy Loose. Uh, before we uh, go any further, though, we've got uh, a couple of uh, people artists in. They go by the name of Port Rise. We've got Liam Hansley, is that correct? Is that yes. the way you say it? And Laura Gill. And uh, you've uh, recorded a track called... Uh, Lucy Gill. Lucy Gill, sorry. Lucy Gill. Good job you put me right. <laughs> uh, you've recorded a track called uh, Sitting in the Dark. Yes. Uh, tell me more about it. Well, I initially wrote this song uh, just just for myself, and I went in the studio and did the song, got home, listened to it, and it, it wasn't quite good enough, no. to say the least. So I uh, reached out to a friend uh, called Beth. Hi, Beth. And then uh, <laughs> she put me in touch with Lucy, and we rehearsed, and it just went from there, and it sounded great. And which studio did you record it in? This one, actually, I yeah. recorded in Rocket Park. Yeah. But the rest of the EP ah. I recorded with uh, Benny Turner. Yeah, yeah. So which which studio do you prefer? Putting <laughs> <laughs> oh. him on edge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Benny Turner was great with the EP. He's done a really good job. So, and, and have you been involved in music in, in the Peebles scene for a long time? Or anything like no, that? I'm pretty new to this. Yeah, I started writing songs about ten years ago, but I didn't do much with it. Um, and then during COVID and, and everything, I thought, yeah, let's, let's give this a go. But was, was you a guitarist or something like that? Playing no, piano? just lyricists, singer, rapper. Yeah. That's it, really. And, and I get other people to help me in them areas. So, yeah. Ah, okay. Oh, I don't yeah. play any instruments. No, what, you, what, you got a session musician in or? Not yet. No, did you just do it all the, the music digitally? Yeah, believe it or not, I, laid, I made a lot of my beats on an app. Yeah. My um, phone app? Y- you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Yo, yo. I would do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, the carousel I purchased from a producer in America um, and then kind of worked with him on that. And So, yeah, a lot of people collaborated and, and made it happen. Yeah. And how did, how did you uh, get roped into it, Lucy? Well, I got a message from Beth um, saying uh, we need a singer for a track and see, see how it is. And, um, I mean, Liam's great. He kind of let me kind of experiment with uh, the track and kind of... Uh, just go from there. You let me do a lot of my ideas on it. <laughs> and, um, I didn't need to say much. It's so good. I was like, you do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, you know, usually not my type of song. No. I like uh, slower songs, folk songs, huh. like that. But um, no, I like every genre, and I thought this was a really great experience. So yeah, it definitely has worked out well. It definitely comes together quite well. I'm more sort of into hip hop and. You know, rock yeah. and new metal and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. She's the other spectrum. And she thought, let's bring it together. And, and this yeah, is it's always works. It works well sometimes with somebody coming in for do different sort of genres and yeah. you yeah. mix it up. Shall we have a listen? I think so. Yeah. This is Port Rise. Let's see. And uh, sitting in the dark. Never letting anything 
crawling every morning that you start Pouring more and more and falling from your heart It's like your calling card is up, disregarding who you are Sometimes it might feel like your life is on repeat Just retreat, grab a seat, words of meaning need to speak Find the strength to simply stand up on your feet And you'll find the inspiration, hesitations for the weak I feel it creeping in, another sin again Round and round the ring again Embedded in my skin, don't let the demon win Only you can beat the man I'm not afraid of who I am I'm here to make a stand No And uh, sitting in the dark, and we've got uh, Port Rises, uh, Liam and uh, Lucy in the studio. Uh, that's a great track. How can we get hold of it if you if people want to buy it? Can they, it's all on the streaming platforms. Or yeah, it's on all streaming platforms, I believe. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And any chance of you getting out live and performing it somewhere? We oh, would love to. We really want to. Yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> going to be happening soon, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll be talking about perhaps you'll come on the show. Perhaps how about before Christmas? Do you reckon you can manage before Christmas? Oh, we could. Oh. We could. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. The deal is done. <laughs> deal is done. We can do it. We Guys, do it. thank you very much for coming on the show. I really, really us. enjoyed the track. I do thank wish you. the best of luck with it for you. Uh, this thank is All Beals and the Barons and a song called These Girls. My name is Double Digit Dave. <laughs> Shave. I'm a Scorpio, my name is Double Digit Dave, but the girls all call me Randy. I've got shades, I've got smiles, I've got butter cooking kecks, I've got a four track mind. Sex, 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 can I buy you girls a shandy? I know what masculinity means, it's a little thing I keep inside my jeans. I'll show it to you when we get home. 
I know every chat-up line Me pick-up words work every time I made people who are clever look a bit thick I'm right, clever I am Females are falling down at me feet They feel so faint and look as white as a sheet And I just take me thick I know what masculinity means It's a little thing I keep inside me jeans I'll show it to you when we get home Love them and leave them, that's my creed Cos my satisfaction is guaranteed Slip up to me flat, slip out of that dress No questions asked, no pain, no mess No fun, no foreplay, no finesse And it'll all be over in a minute or less Here comes trouble Designer shirts and designer stubble And bright white designer teeth Feminists say that I'm a disgrace But I know where my woman's place is Underneath There we go, all BLs and a Baron, and uh, these girls, they come from uh, Lincolnshire. It can't be a bit of all BLs and a Baron. I think they're coming back to see us in September or so. I think, I think, somewhere around there. This is uh, Peterborough's punk poetess, the amazing Fizz Wallace, with a song called Amazing.
the earth move at beautiful the carol king musical the broadway and west end smash hit Experience her incredible journey from songwriter to superstar. Beautiful, the Carol King musical. At the new theatre Peterborough from the 25th of October. Book now at newtheatre-peterborough.com. This year is Prince Build's 50th anniversary, and we're proud of our achievements over the years, supporting the people and businesses of Peterborough. We're also excited about our future, which includes providing apprenticeships, investing in people, and delivering even more great building projects. As part of our 50th celebrations, we're aiming to raise £50,000 for charities and good causes. Find out more and see our latest vacancies at princebuild.co.uk. Prince Build, celebrating 50 years of meeting all your business property needs.
2K and Ryan, we'll probably have, we have, not probably, we have got them coming up the show in the next few weeks. Uh, this is uh, the last track we're going to play before we go live for Mr. Tommy Luce. They're songs from uh, the northwest of England. I've got a bit of a frog in my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. Now it's by a band called uh, Mort Jardine, and the song's called Fall Backwards and Fly.
Here we go, Mort, Mort Jardine and uh, Falling Backwards. Always like a little bit of Mort Jardine. Now, it is my great pleasure to introduce our guest this evening, Mr Tommy Luce. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm good, thanks, mate. You OK? Yeah, not too bad. So I've got a bit of a croaky, scratchy throat. I don't know what's going on. I get a bit of a... <clears throat> Sorry. It suits you. Yeah. Quite a Louis Armstrong moment for reckon, you on a, yeah. on a Thursday night in Peterborough. <laughs> it's a long time since you've been on the show, isn't it? We reckon it's about three years, just about, I think. Yeah, yeah, it must be Must be before things broke, mustn't it? Yeah, so, before yeah. dreadful coffee. Yeah, well, thank you for having me back, mate. It's really yeah, nice to come yeah, in. It's a lovely yeah. setup you've got here now. Quite is, different yeah. to last time, yeah, isn't it? Is, yeah, we used to be packed into that other studio, but there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. snug, wasn't it? Yeah, it was indeed. Yeah. <laughs> What's the first track you're going to play for us this evening, mate? I'm going to do a little merge for you. I'm going to do a, a little tune called She Begs She More, and then I'm going to uh, follow that with my, one of my own songs called Change You, if that's all right with you. You're in charge of the music, as they say. Okay, well, that works out well for what I've got planned. <laughs> Or we'll be having some quiet time. Just the way it goes So now I 
Shout out some mentions. Uh, shout out to uh, Jill Day. She says hello. Have a great night. Uh, Sean Maxwell. He says uh, very tasty. And a shout out to uh, Mr. Tony Wilshire out uh, in Bourne. I hope you're feeling better, Tony. So, so I've not noticed, but I used to go on sort of tour quite regular. Have you not mm. done any touring and live dates for a while? I've done a handful of gigs here and there, but yeah. they've not been. Um, <clears throat> they've not really been what I would normally do. I've done a few uh, a few weddings. I've done a couple of things like. Art installations in bat-infested churches, Ooh. as you do, you know that kind of stuff. Um, so I haven't done anything sort of tour-wise regularly. I've got a few dates at the end of the year. Oh, nice. Doing um, uh, the Angles Theatre in Wisbeach huh. on the nineteenth of November um, with a few special guests, which should be fun. So yeah, not as much lately, but I'm working on a few new things, and then hopefully early next year I'll be able to get a good a good cluster in. Yeah, because I, I do sort of like your uh, promotional material. Which is, I think, is done oh, by what, the, the artwork. Yeah, the artwork. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always good fun with that because I think, first of all, because I haven't got to be in it, 
so we just do the silly little cartoon thing yeah. of me. I say silly, very fiercely professional that just looks like Fred Flintstone. Mm. So it looks like that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then I think also as well, even when there isn't anything happening gig-wise or music-wise, we can still have him doing something. So there's always a Halloween one or there's a summer ah. one that's going up next week. Yeah. Um, so it's fun working with Nick. Uh, I think um, Nick's the kind of guy that I'll send him a bunch of ideas and whatever I'm picturing is whatever I'm picturing, and then he comes back with something and it's loads better. So I just think, <laughs> nice one, mate. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. usually you used to do like a, you know, I, I don't know if you've been over the pandemic and stuff like that anyway, you usually used to do about an album a year and go on a little bit of a mini tour and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, that's so. it. Did, uh, I think did five of those in five years. Yeah. Which was, which was great fun. It was a lot. So I'm hoping to get back to that. But, um, yeah, it's been good having a bit of time away from it, I think. It's made me appreciate it a bit more. You've been sort of been but, sitting yeah. back and doing a bit of songwriting here and there? I've been doing a bit, yeah. I think, to be honest, I've been doing more. I've been learning a bit of learning to record audio, edit ah. video. Not not loads and loads. Yeah, I can't yeah, do anything yeah. too clever, you know. Um, but, yeah, playing a bit more electric, um, writing stuff. For, I, I did a uh, an audio play. Uh, an audio a, play? Yeah, which was good fun. It, it was called Going to Hell. And it was at, about this person going to hell, and I did an orchestration for it. And it was really good fun. It was some people that I met in Austria about five or six years ago. I think that might have been at the start of the pandemic or just before. Yeah, and I yeah. did a bunch more like that in the pandemic as well. So it was fun. You know, yeah. something I wouldn't do very much of normally. Yeah. But, um, I did say you was multi-talented. Yeah. <laughs> multi-something. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so yeah, it's good fun. Yeah, a bit yeah, of this, a yeah. bit of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you're not doing the job you used to do is you go all the way. Well, was it rock school or something like that you used to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to be an examiner for them. Uh, now I stopped doing that uh, about two and a half years ago. Yeah, just before yeah. the pandemic hit. Yeah, we we went to um, Hong Kong at the end of 2019. Yeah. That was the last trip abroad That I was about, probably about the last time you was on the show as well, I reckon. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you'd come back from there and like we was having discussions about sort of uh, Hong Kong culinary and this, that and the other. And, yeah. Because you're quite yeah. brave with your food, aren't you, really? You'll, you'll, you'll give it a go, more than I, I would anyway. I think the, the way I've found that works well is... Get them to tell you what it was about a week afterwards, <laughs> and then by then it's out. You, after after then it's tough luck. It? It's gone. Well, I've had it now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's done its thing. So yeah. Or we're just when you get home, just get them to send you a list. <laughs> that was always one of my favourite parts of travel. I've, I've missed that a lot, and I think yeah. I got a bit blasé. I think because I was always travelling, and then suddenly when you couldn't for however long. Yeah. It was again, yeah. How did you take to that when all of a sudden you're like, oh, can't travel, can't do a lot. It was a bit of a. A, a, bit of shot. A, a bit of a shock. A bit of a shock, but it was a bit of a relief after a little while, I think. Mm. It was one of those things where I thought, God, I haven't actually been at home for more than a few months for four or five years. And I got to see my daughter grow up properly for a good chunk of time and yeah. join clubs again and do things like that. Or do things that I wouldn't normally have been able to do because I was always away. Yeah, so, a bit of alignment then, sort of like, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it, was, a, it was very healthy in that sense, I think, and just found myself... I found myself doing video calls with people just because everyone was doing it and people that I'd never even spoken to on the phone. You know, people I'd only ever sent messages to. Yeah. And it was really nice. And I still do it now with people. You know, it's, yeah. it's stuck with certain people, which is cool. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, for all the negatives, it's um, a lot of positives in there yeah. as well, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of people have reassessed their lives, isn't it, as, as uh, you know, over yeah. the pandemic and stuff like that. Absolutely. So, yeah, not doing that job now, but, yeah. This this isn't videoed, is it? This time, so if I hold this up, yeah. people won't know what it is. No, no but you can. Yeah, so we, we'll you're all right because they're Peterborough firm, so we'll let you off. The element of surprise. So yeah, yeah. one of these. There yeah. you go. A capo. So, <laughs> yeah. Now you're working for a local, which we didn't know. They're, what what yeah. make is a capo? Yeah, so it's a company called uh, G Seventh, the Capo Company, mm-hmm. uh, based over in Britain. And they're based in Britain. Yeah, 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 based in Britain. Um, I met them over in California a few years ago, mm. not knowing that they're 
half an hour down the road from my house. Yeah. And I used them before then, and I used to work in retail, so we used to sell them, and I had no idea they were so close by. And, and to, an, to anybody who doesn't know, what actually does a capo do? So a capo, the easiest way, is it's like an artificial finger. It's a little clamp that you clamp on the strings. So if I was going to sing a song in a certain key, so down here, my voice is quite low. If uh, someone with a higher voice, or you know, a female, for example, mm-hmm. they might struggle doing that. So you just you just clamp it on the neck, squeeze it down, and instantly everything's higher. So you don't have to ah. relearn. You don't have to relearn everything. Um, you, you always get it's like a little sort of miniature cr- clamp of some sort. It is, yeah. I get lots of things each day with oh, it's cheating, and I can see why people would think that maybe initially at first. But there's it's a bit cheating. more, bit more to it than that, you know. I think people. <laughs> so think, you could say having a guitar effects pedal pedal is cheating, couldn't you? Really? <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, like, what if you're already using all your fingers? <laughs> you know, you can't use your thumb all the time. So yeah, that's what we do, and um, I do all the all the social media and the mm. artist relations stuff and the customer bit. So I'm speaking to interesting people. And then now gigs are happening again, you know, meeting up with artists and guitar techs yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, it's amazing how, what's the word, such a small bit of kit, you know, it's not an amp and it's not a, a guitar or anything. But how makes such a difference. How particular people are about such a tiny thing. You know, oh. it does make a lot of difference. And then, you know, if you use one, you want it to work, don't you? Of course, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's been quite an Do they manufacture them there? No, no, they they're, not, they're not made there. Um but no, so really, the, the more I trace it back, you know, if I wasn't doing this job with them, mm. I'd have pretty much lost a lot, because everything else I was doing all stopped, you know? Oh, like, of course, yeah. So, yeah, huge, huge thanks to them for yeah. taking this Matt, uh, Matt Harry per- Herbert as part of their team, you know? A matter of perfect timing, then. Yeah, I think so. Fortunate yeah. timing. Planned, obviously. Carefully, <laughs> meticulously. Life is like that sometimes, though, eh? It is, yeah. It is. It's just like a box of chocolates, Forest. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's all good. As long fun. as you get the sweet ones. Well, exactly. what's, what's the next track you're going to play for us, Toy? Uh, next one I'm going to do. Um, so, this is uh, from my album uh, out in 2017, and uh, it's a song called So Do I. And I wrote it. Uh, a couple of friends of mine, they had their. It's a bit of a random story, but it is true, um, most of it. They were married for 50 years, and they had their 50th wedding anniversary. And it was great. And then a month or two later, um, they invited me around their house. I've been friends with them for ages. And they told me that they were parting ways, but they were going to stay best of mates. No, after yeah, 50 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. And they're still best mates now. They still live together. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's seemingly a bit of a... Strange. A bit of a strange, strange one. Yeah, it is. And, um, but they explained it all to me, and, I, and this song kind of came out of that, really. Fair so enough. it sounds really tragic. <laughs> But, you know, actually it's worked out really nicely for them And I've never come across that before No Um, So yeah, so this is called So Do I Seem to know the answers 
questions begging on my mind You say you're feeling tired You're feeling like our love's expired You say I'm never with you when you cry You see the thing, my love Is I'm not what you're dreaming of You say you wanna run, yeah, so do I Three more shout outs. Shout out to uh, Viral Peach and a shout out to, what's everyone there? A shout out to uh, Jack Stowe. Guys, thank you very much for listening and uh, watching the show. Uh, I've sort of heard of people who are sort of later in life when their husbands have either passed away or they've got divorced and they become a couple, a new couple with somebody else. And uh, but they still stay in their original houses and they get together for like three, four days and stuff like that. that, that that's reasonably common nowadays, but yeah. Living together after splitting up, well, I'm not. I've, I've never heard of that one before because I don't think you really no. split up, really. No, I mean I, I think it's just one of those things where I I tried to figure it out. Yeah. And I said to them, I really can't get my head around that. And they said, Well, don't worry about it. It's not you, is it? <laughs> do, do your thing. We'll do our thing. And I think it's just you know maybe when you get to that point in your life. I don't know. I think maybe you just want to play golf, do you? And I don't know. Well, I, I'm I not very know. far away. I think. Uh, you know, I'll be coming up to my 40th wedding anniversary next year. You wow. Know, and I'm not, I don't fancy golf at all now. I think it's boring. <laughs> you know, Congratulations, like, mate. That's <laughs> amazing. I'll just, I'd sooner go down and pub and get drunk or something, or uh, go to a punk gig. 
Definitely. I but the thing is, just, my wife yeah. likes going to punk gigs, and you know, we do like the similar sort of things. You know, so. Well, I suppose if you're going to the pub, a hundred percent success rate, isn't it? You know, you might lose if you play golf, mightn't you? Yeah, but definitely. at least if you're going to go yeah, and have a few, yeah, you think yeah, yeah. I, that was fantastic. Yeah. Tasted know, the same as last time. Too much exercise, really. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All that lifting. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I mean, that's why. I mean, what my right arm is really quite strong at points, and <laughs> that's why. Yeah. There we, yeah. <laughs> But no, I don't go drinking. I can't go drinking as much as I used to, I'm afraid. The doctor would tell me off, you know what I mean? Oh, really? Well, don't say it on the radio. They do keep an eye on you, and they can just, you know, they, can do a, they do a test now and again, and they go, yeah, you know, it's not telling you off. You know. <laughs> Wagging the finger. Wagging the finger at you and stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> right, so, yeah. Which is usually very often... Told told to me by a very very large overweight nurse, you know. And sometimes oh well, <laughs> the the irony, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, talk about a pot calling the kettle black, and they're like, "You could lose like a stone or two. And I'm like, "You could lose about twenty, love." <laughs> you <Yeah>. shouldn't smoke. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's not a perfect world, is it? But, oh no, not at all. But very nearly. Yeah, yeah. So what do you what? So, mate, I think you're a bit of a romantic, Tommy, at heart. Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. By your li- <laughs> what makes you think that? From your lyrics and stuff like that, you're a bit of a softy. Yeah, I think I am. I think it's a... In that case, I'll play a different song now. <laughs> Self-conscious now. <laughs> yeah, no. you got any songs about serial killers? Or- oh, loads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, only seven or eight, but you know. Yeah, I suppose I am, really. I think it's just... I think if, maybe if you try and write about something in particular that you don't know anything about, mm. maybe it comes out a little bit fake. I don't know, really. I've, I've never given it a lot of thought. No. I've always just come, I've always just sort of done whatever. And I remember seeing an interview years back, I think it was Ed Sheeran, actually, and uh, he put it slightly less eloquently than this with a few swears, so I won't say those because there might yeah. be, you know, people under 50 listening. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think the way he worded it was, write everything and record all of it, and if it's rubbish, don't play it to anyone. Yeah. I think at the start of the, the whole pandemic and everything, that was very much how I started doing it. And the more I realised I was doing that, I kind of traced it back and thought, well, yeah, I like the heavy metal stuff and I do that in the metal band. But when yeah. it comes to my own thing, I don't know what, what comes out, what comes out, I guess. Yeah, of course. So, well. yeah, I, I can't really write about fast cars and I haven't got a fast car, you know. Yeah, well, gotcha. I had a speeding fine last week. But yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, just one of those things. I'd feel a bit fake if I was writing songs about that. I'll leave that to Motley Crue. You know, they're uh, they're the lads, aren't they? So, uh, yeah, but you do, yeah. but you do. What, what, what about a smoke screen? How are they, have they got any gigs this year as well, coming up? Or? We haven't got any gigs. Or well, actually, we're playing Sam's wedding ah. in uh, in November. Yeah. So yes, um, we just had our twentieth. Oh, when is it? We had our 20th birthday, November, just gone. The band's been gone for yeah, 20 yeah. years. 20 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've done, we did a new single a little while ago, because now obviously the world is a bit more singular mm. with, with releases, isn't it? Or at least it can be. So we're still doing a bit, you know. Oh, nice. Life gets busier, doesn't it? But yeah, of course, together, yeah. It's, it's still fun. And I think, I think for us now, doing it after this long, you know, we're not, we don't have deadlines or anything. We don't just do, do it's got, just going to be pure fun and you're going to do it when you're going to do it. Yeah, we just get in the room, the four of us, and have some pizza and play play songs about sludgy things it's great fun yeah. it's really nice and i think you know it's a uh, back way back when when you, you think you're going to be the next whoever and you're trying to take over peterborough or, and then the world yeah you know it, it can get a bit cumbersome maybe and you just think oh i don't know we've got to keep doing it we've got to keep filling the diary but how many nights do you want to play 
Burnley on a Sunday for seven quid, you know, and they promote the wrong night. And that really happened. You know, you, you, get, you get to a venue 200 miles away and they promoted the wrong night and they think you're a, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis tribute or something. So uh, it wasn't Daniel Day-Lewis, but I can't think what it was. Oh, but, yeah. oh, sure. Anyway, that happens to a lot of people, though, when you, you, you get double booked and everything, don't you? you oh, we, we've had it a few times yeah. over the years, yeah, but I think you just have to laugh it off. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, funnily enough, we, we had one years back. It was in Doncaster at a place called The Leopard. And we got treble booked, so 12, 12, <laughs> 12 bands turned up, and only us, but only we stayed. The others all got really annoyed. So we stayed and just played to a few people who came in from the other bands. Yeah. And funnily enough, one of the guys in the other band, this is about 18 years ago. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> so this one, I don't know if you've, uh, if you've seen it, I think probably most people have at least heard of it by now. Um, but there was a, a Ricky Gervais series called Afterlife. Yeah. So they've done three seasons of it now. And uh, back in January this year, around about my birthday, um, I was watching it. And uh, the soundtrack in it in particular, I, absolutely fantastic. There's loads and loads of great stuff in it. I should have to think what their budget was, you know, some of the stuff they've got in there. Yeah. Like, but luckily I didn't have to worry about that. My my involvement was very was very small with their budget. But um, And as I was watching it, you know, everyone's posting things up on Instagram and yeah. all this kind of thing. And, uh, and a friend of mine from... She used to come and see us play 20 years ago. Never knew her that well, really. Um, she put up a story about Afterlife on there. And I replied to it, as you do, and we got talking about music and all of this. And I'd just bought a house three or four months down the road from where she lived. I had no idea. Yeah. I hadn't seen her for 15 years. So we got talking about films and music and TV and all this. And we were at a kind of similar... She's at a similar point in her life at the moment. I was a few years back, so we got talking about that. And, um, yeah, we've been together for six months. Ah, oh, there we go. So, uh, yeah... And don't tell anyone, especially not her. <laughs> but she's all right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, no. Oh, congratulations, mate. I'll hey, mate. for you. Oh, no, she's she's fantastic. And I, I think it's one of those things where... Well, uh, I've seen a few pictures of you together on Facebook. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've not hidden it much. <laughs> um, and this is one of the songs from Afterlife that we kind of uh, bonded over a bit, if you like. Right. So, yeah. So, this is called uh, I'll Follow You Into The Dark by Death Cab for Cutie. Cool. <laughs> Heaven and hell decide 
that they both are satisfied Illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs There's no one beside you when your soul embarks I'll follow you into the dark Seen everything to see From Bangkok to Calgary And the soles of your shoes Are all worn down Time for sleep is now There's nothing to cry about Cause we'll hold each other soon In the blackest of rooms Heaven and hell decide both are satisfied Illuminate the nose On their vacancy signs If there's no one beside you When your soul embarks I'll follow you into the dark I'll follow you into the dark And I'll follow you into the dark Love the tear at me on now. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the days of a very young Tommy Loose, uh, what encouraged you to uh, start up playing music? Once he's picked the guitar up. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, organised on it. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> my parents are both uh, musicians, oh, right. so um, my mum's a, a pianist and a mm-hmm. bassoonist, and yeah, she sings. And then my dad, he plays a whole bunch of things, but mainly um, uh, violin and guitar. And I think when I was a kid, we always used to have music on in the house. Yeah. And, you know, mum were playing choirs, dad played in a in a quartet. And um, he used to have such so things like Django Reinhardt, the gypsy jazz stuff. Yeah, and yeah. The, the Grappelli. So that was that was kind of on in the background. And then I tinkered around on the piano when I was about four, just noodling about as you do. And I think I did my first grade on piano when I was about seven. Yeah. And then kind of did one each year and I was never very good and it really annoyed me that you had to practice to get good at it so I just didn't really and I I always kind of felt bad but I was never very good at it and I kind of bumbled my way through and then when I went to uh, secondary school I remember saying I want to learn another instrument and I was I'm sort of six foot and fairly broad and I wasn't much smaller than I am now when I was about 12 slightly smaller obviously and so I said what could I play and they had a tuba in the corner and no one else was really big enough to play it. And I think they thought, well, he doesn't, he doesn't need any mates. You know, he, look, <laughs> he looks gullible. Play that. And um, actually, no, that's, that's a lie. They gave me a trombone mouthpiece. Oh, trombone. First, first of all, it was a trombone mouthpiece to begin with. And I didn't know anything about that either. So I thought, well, that would be good. So I told my mum and dad about it, then rocked up the next day with a tuba. So that's a funny-looking trombone, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> Which guy in the pub did you buy that off? Did you get a snake with it? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I started playing the tuba. And then I remember... I was about 13, my brother bought a uh, Iron Maiden single from the bargain bin in Woolworths for a quid. Yeah. And I found a pick on the playground the same day. And um, so everything kind of changed at that point. So I was doing the whole brass band and orchestra thing on the tuba. And then I thought, well, I want to learn to play Maiden stuff. And my uncle was a record dealer. So when we used to go and stay with our cousins in the summer, we'd listen to all this stuff. And it was mixtapes back then. You know, yeah. Post each other tapes yeah. and stuff. And it was great. And then gradually Sam and I got into more stuff. He got into more like Aerosmith and that kind of thing. 
and I found you know Metallica and then Pantera and Slayer yeah. a bit later on, and then all the offshoots that you find and you go back a bit further, don't you? And find yeah. Black Sabbath and Deep Purple. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of went from there really, I think. And then gradually over the years, when I started working in retail, guitar retail, and YouTube started about whenever that was, oh five, oh six kind of time, mm. and I saw a guy called Andy McKee playing guitar, and he's the first fingerstyle player that I ever saw. Uh. So I didn't know what it was really. So started getting into that, and then. Yeah, that was a, a long answer for yeah, starting no, playing no, the piano because no, no, I haven't played the piano in it. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Did you so, go? Did you go to like a college or further education to study music or anything like that? Yeah, I did. Um, so I did my GCSE, MEA, yeah. and A levels and all that. And then um, I didn't really want to go to uni after that. I kind of just had a belly full of it at that. You'd had enough so, uh, education at that point. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, well, I'll I'll go and work at Summerfield in the bakery and get up at five in the morning. That'll be mu- <laughs> that'll be much more fun. And it wasn't, but um, but I did guitar lessons and gigs in the meantime, ah. and then I started working in the local guitar shop about yeah. a year later, which was brilliant. Um, and then I think it was maybe I was about twenty-two, and I went to uni and I did a music, did music performance course. Funnily enough, Luna Kiss that you played there, I went to uni with all those guys. Did you? Yeah, Chris um, played at my wedding eight oh, nine yeah. years ago from Luna Kiss. They're great. Yeah, really yeah, nice yeah, bunch of guys. Yeah, that's a really great track as well. Really, they're, really. they're fantastic. They, they've been slogging it. People don't realise quite how long they've been at it. I think yeah. they, they, they were like two three gigs a week most of the year for a good you know years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the only way really. Sometimes you can build build yeah. things up to, to a head. That's yeah. it. Yeah, they did definitely and done their so, apprenticeship as we would say. Yeah, exactly. And that's that was it really. So I, I met him at uni and did. It was a strange one because then when I finished the course, I started lecturing on the course the next year. So I <laughs> so I worked there for six years, and then I did the whole examining thing as well. Yeah. So I kind of had it, it was kind of a, a way in the back door because I should never really have been lecturing at a uni on paper, but I knew the course pretty well. Yeah. And I knew how to mark all of it because of the work that I did with rock school and everything. Um, so it was a learning curve, but yeah. it kind of lets you see the cogs a little bit more. Yeah, of course, and appreciate it more. So yeah, I did, did a degree and then. Um, yeah, haven't done anything higher than that since then. Maybe one day, but uh, I don't want to do it for the sake of it. And, no, you got you know. to do it for, for, for a certain reason or just for the love of it yeah. or, yeah, or whatever, absolutely. you know what I mean? So, yeah. I've yeah. got a friend who's doing a PhD in the history of goth. The history of goth? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah, up in Nottingham, we used to play in a band called Every New Dead Ghost, which was a goth band back in the... Every like, New what, sorry? Every New Dead Ghost. Why? Why do I know that name? Maybe uh, did you post a thing about it every the other day? No, I'm every not posting. Day, they did when I was in in a band a long time ago, back in the 1980s, uh, on, uh, late 1980s and 1990s. They used to come down from Nottingham support us, and every now and again, see, I've played Peterborough a few oh, times. Yeah, every new dead ghost. Maybe I saw a, a thing poster flying around or something yeah, like maybe that. On, it's that thing, isn't it? You, yeah. you have a thought, or you watch an episode of TV, and then two yeah. days later, it's magically on your Facebook yeah, feed, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, so he's do, he's doing like a. History of uh, Goff, yeah. PhD. Why not? If you can do, you can do a degree in David Beckham. So why not? Goff? <laughs> you know, similar, I imagine. But yeah, so yeah. no, yeah, no so why been, not? Why not? Hey, yeah. been an adventure. You Have know, we got any but, yeah. more comments here? Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Stuart Inger. He says, uh, "Great t- tunes. Uh, cheers from Nottingham. We call them spare fingers in our house. They must be talking oh, about the ca- capo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get for nothing. Get for nothing." Geffen, let's see if I can get it out in a minute. Geffen Evans? Geffen Evans, yeah, fantastic music and a lovely guy. Oh, bless him. Checks in the post, mate. Yeah, and Stuart Inger, he was in Every Nude Get Ghost, bless him. Was he? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Small yeah. world, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. Wouldn't want to paint it, though, would you? <laughs> 
I've been doing some painting today. There we go. You said earlier on, yeah. yeah. What were you painting? Uh, some doors. Yeah. Oh. Doors. Yeah. In between the fixing, away, fixing computers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doors damaged by dogs. You know. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll say no more. So, yeah, they'll be scratched up. So I thought it's about time I unscratched them and smartened them up a yeah, little bit. That's it, yeah. As it goes. What's the next track you're going to play for us? Well, <clears throat> that's just reminded me, actually. I did have it on my list. I wasn't going to do it just yet, but I will do it now. Hmm. So, uh, with Geth, um, hopefully he won't mind me talking about this. Hmm. I'm going to talk about it anyway. Yeah, so go on, if, off you so if he doesn't want me to, just comment Geth. Yeah, if you don't need talking about it, Geth, then I, just, won't, uh... <laughs> I won't talk about it next time. So, years and years ago, very specific. Um, we used to play in this pub in Spalding called Brennan's Bar. It's something different now, but I, I live quite near it. And Geth used to be in a band called Seizure years and years and mm. years ago. And we, we played with him a few times. And um, Geth was in a band. Uh, I'm sure he was in a band with him. He, he knew him very well um, if he wasn't. I'm sure he was there. Uh, with a chap called Ray Fennick. And uh, Ray Fennick, um, he passed away a few months ago. And Ray was my guitar teacher from when I was about 16. Ah. And Ray used to play, he's done no end of stuff, and he'd never really tell you about it. He wasn't egotistical at all. He used to be Ian Gillen's guitar player back in the 70s. Um, did no end of stuff. Like he did stuff with the Springfields. He, he played with the Spencer Davis group. He's been around. Um, been yeah, around, yeah. yeah. He was kind of mid seventies or so when he yeah. when he passed away. And I can remember thinking I was fairly good because I've been playing for three years and I could play a bunch of Maiden songs. And I thought I've got this sorted. I reckon I've completed guitar. You know, yeah. not quite that arrogant, but you know, when you're sixteen, you don't know anything there. And I remember Ray coming in and he listened to me play a bit and he said, "Oh, not bad. Can you play any country?" Would you believe me if I said no? You know, <laughs> I said, can you play any jazz? Can you play this? Of course, I couldn't do any of no. So he showed me a whole bunch of different styles and really just opened my mind up with everything, really. Um, and, of course, when he passed away, people were saying, oh, did you ever gig with him? And I thought, oh, no, I didn't. But then I remembered I did do one thing with him years and years ago, and uh, it was one song, and we did a little duet. And it was uh, The Lady Is A Tramp. I think it was the Frank Sinatra um, version. And I don't think I've ever been as nervous. <laughs> it was only about three or four minutes. But, of course, it was playing with him, you know, yeah. kind of my idol. Yeah. You know, and I, I didn't yeah. have lessons off him in recent years. But my brother recorded him quite a bit. And, um, yeah, just a great guy, great player. And one of, without, you know, going on and on about COVID and everything, um, he, he didn't die from that. But he's one of the people that I lost in Doing that COVID, period. you know. Yeah. Um, there were three or four people. Um, but, yeah, um, and I, with putting the set together for the upcoming gig in Wisbeach, I was going to play this for him and the other people that are no longer here kind mm. of thing. So I thought I'll do that one now if that's all oh, right. Oh, very kind. So this is, um, uh, this is the Tommy Emmanuel version of Summer Over the Rainbow. Off you go.
Uh, Tony Wilshaw asks, <laughs> is there any chance of new ages? Sorry? That's what he says. Any chance of new ages? Have you got a song called New Ages? Tony will put us right, perhaps I'll pronounce New Ages. Yeah. I thought I could think. Uh, I don't. I could write one. <laughs> I could write one about this fly that was on my leg the whole way through that song. Oh my god. Did you see me doing my little Lionel Blair impression? Oh, that was a nightmare. Uh, oh, uh, New Ages. Oh, Pat, Tone, perhaps, yeah. uh, perhaps Sorry, you yeah. should question, ask the question again. And. Uh, yeah. Jack Fulburn, he says, uh, evening all, sounding great. Guys, thank you for listening and uh, watching the show. Cool. So how, how do you go about songwriting when you're writing a song, Tommy? The thing I've always found mm-hmm. is um, the more I try and do it, the less well I get on. Of course. <laughs> so I think uh, I tend to just have, I've always, I've got a smartphone, same as most of us have, so I have, you know, a hundred odd little snippets of things uh, just kind of on mm. there all the time, really. Um but yeah, that was something I found in in lockdown. Actually, again, not again, not to harp to it, but this is a very positive thing yeah. about it. Something I've always done is because my brother is a is a sound engineer, yeah. an audio engineer, and everything. Teaches up at Stanford College. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, and he, he also does. Um, so there's a company in America called Isotope, and they do plugins for just about anything. But you know, getting rid of string squeak and all that kind of stuff, yeah. um, and native instruments. And because he's always done that for 20 years, I've always made a very concerted effort not to bother. Because <laughs> he's really good at it, and I just thought, well, why would I learn that? Yeah. You know, And got to lockdown, I thought it'd be quite handy to do a bit of that. So he showed me, like, gave me some video lessons. And YouTube, it's pretty hard to fail completely at just about anything now, isn't it? Yeah. And at least have a go. And um, so all of a sudden I can put parts on top of other parts. Um, and that really helped. I think just... I got to that point with it, I think, where because everything stopped and slowed down. I well, fun. Need to have fun. Yeah, with yeah. Things, I think know. I think recording your own music is fun. Yeah, and it's when edu- you're in control of it. Yeah, and yeah. it's an education. It may not turn yeah. out absolutely perfect or whatever, but because you've done it yourself from start, yeah. with, wrote, wrote the song, and then gone ahead and recorded it, is enormously satisfying. It is, definitely. And I, I think the thing I always find, you know, li- little bits of melody stick in my head, mm. so I'll sing them into my phone or whatever. Um, I've never been that confident with, with writing lyrics and what have you. I, can, I would frequently have instances where Sam used to be a, a delivery driver for Asda um, many, many moons yeah. ago, as well as recording. And I'd sit there for days and days and think, right, I've got four lines there. I'm quite pleased with them. And he'd ring me and say, I haven't got any paper. Can you write down these lyrics I've just come up with? And they'd be better. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, Judas. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, I, I, do, I, I do find that the more I try and do stuff, the more it kind of hinders me. Don't so you can you can't you can't sort of force creativity, can you? You just got to sort of learn. No, I, I think if you try and think right, two till four tomorrow, I'll be creative. No. I'll just switch it on, you know. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah I've, I've never really found that it works like that. But yeah, I just find as I relax more into it, and um, yeah, going for a walk. Funnily enough, I went for loads of walks in lockdown. Yeah. And I, one thing I did do, I think um, over the years. The older I get, the more keen I am at having a 15-year-old kid as well who's always doing new stuff. It's important to keep doing new things, isn't it? So I would, yeah. I would go on Spotify every day and I'd listen to five songs I'd never heard before. Whatever it was, whoever it was, you know, so yeah. it could have been string quartet, could have been death metal, could have been whatever, didn't care really. And sometimes I'd hate some of it yeah. the first time and I'd listen to it again and think, oh, see, maybe it wasn't that bad. And that really helped. I think, not that I was trying to come up with anything stylistically the same, but... Um, that, that really Every now and again, one track will give you inspiration or something. Yeah, I think yeah. it loosened things, you know, because it, it's new brain, it's, you know, new neural pathways, isn't it, I suppose. Yeah. 
so that was good. So, yeah, listening to new stuff, trying new things, new skills. I just, listen to about, yeah. I don't know, 30 tracks a week, news tracks. I suppose you have to. You have <laughs> job, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You have little choice in the matter, do you? But, yeah. No, no, no not really. Oh, yeah, so he, he, uh, Tony Wilson has uh, it's New Ages... Is a Django Reinhardt track, so there you go, you'll have to... Uh, oh, so, nu- right, nu- Nuage. Sorry. Nuage. Okay. Yeah, well, I didn't oh, know it's right pronounced Nuage. Well, we That's a bit fancy, that is, isn't it? You don't speak French, but je <laughs> do. You know. Nuage. Oh, uh, I might be able to do the first bit. You might be able Some to do violin. the first bit. I haven't got my violin with me, nor can I play one, but... Uh. Oh, right, okay. I think I know the song you mean. Yeah. It's quite famous, isn't it? I can't do that one very well, but I can do this one. You can do another one, Tony. There you go. This will will do. There you go. So it's it's a bit faster than Noirier, but uh, I'll learn that for next time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ages, God, you had me go there thinking. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. That's what it looks like to me. New, new, uh, new ages, and I thought, is, is that a new metal song or something like that? You <laughs> yeah. know, what I mean? is that a corn track? Hidden Linkin Park track, <laughs> never released. Yeah, you know. So uh, anyway, yeah. So it's Noirjes. You know what I mean? Noirjes. I think that's and Tony, you could have said say it in French, and it might make a bit more sense. Eh? I think it means clouds yeah. in French. I think yeah. so. Fair enough. Fair I only enough. did French for a year, so I didn't have to do Latin. And I don't think cl- clouds came up, <laughs> so my knowledge of that's a bit limited. But uh, but yeah, there you go. Right, he said thank you very much anyway. There you go, oh, Tom. Thank you, mate. It's all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, what's, the, what's the next track you're going to play for us, Tommy? So one thing I've been doing yeah. um, over the last two or three years in particular, um, I think rather than... Is that fly again? I'm going to be cool, though. I did buy some fly spray from my wife Until we're off today. the air, then I'm going to lose yeah. it. But uh, yeah, shirt off and everything. But um, yeah, so I've been going back through you know, stuff that I've learned years and years mm. back that I haven't played for, for ever such a long time. And a very good, uh, good friend of mine, Bob, um, put me onto this guy years ago. This guy called Eric Bibb. And uh, my friend Bob used to go to school with a guy called Dave Bronze, who is Eric Clapton's bass player, oh. as you do. And he also plays for this guy, Eric Bibb. And um, it was when I started getting into fingerstyle stuff and didn't know very much, yeah. so I just wanted to listen to a bit of anything. Um, and this is by uh, that chat, Eric Bibb. Uh, so yeah, this is called Sebastian's Tune Off you go I'm even going to put the capo in the right place Don't tell him on that
Well done. Well done. Oh, can you turn the lights up a bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn the air conditioning off in your own there. Yeah, turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're all yeah, right. My, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I don't know what it is at the moment, but no, probably about 22 degrees or 23 degrees in here or something like that. I couldn't tell you. Right. I know it's hotter than I would like it to be. But just think, you haven't, got, you, haven't got, you, haven't, you haven't got to fly away to wherever and create, a, you, know, you know. Do you know, when I went to, some memories came up on my Facebook the other day, and I went to India in 2017 in mm. June, and I got to 45 degrees. Oh, no. And I can remember just taking two shirts to every, because I was just wet through by the yeah. time I get there. And, of course, they're set up for aircon. But what people don't tell you is then it's monsoon season coming in, so everything knocks the electric out. So you're just sitting there melting. And then, of course, the electric goes off, so you can't do any of the work you better do either. So you're sitting there all day just thinking, this, is, this, is a, this isn't ideal, this, is it? Right. Hotter than I would like to be. I've been sent to purgatory yeah. or somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, yeah, or, or even warmer. Yeah, but it's, it's all experience, isn't it? When I think back to that, I think, yeah, this isn't too bad, actually. This is manageable, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Well, that's an, ex- that's an experience doing all that stuff, travelling around the world and doing that sort oh, of yeah. thing, which you probably you, you, uh, don't regret doing. No, not at all. No, I, I still get to do some travel. Like with G7th, yeah. you know, we, we go to America. Um, there are shows in America, there are shows in Germany, yeah. uh, in other, yeah, various parts of the world. And the, and the, um, and the, the, pink, the finger pickings, uh, that, mm. that, that's a big scene over there as well. There's like conventions and get togethers and competitions and oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, it's huge, yeah. It's a big thing in the States, you know. Yeah. Lots of different states have competition. There's the Chet Atkins um, Convention, the Appreciation Society. Um, we'd go to something, depending on how, m- how much time I've got left, one or two songs, Yeah, I'll definitely at least do this one. Uh, every October, um, myself and a mate of mine over here, Martin Police, who's a fantastic musician, great harp guitar player, he did a lot of my training for me mm. at rock school, actually, so a very, very good friend of mine. We go to a... This is as geeky as it sounds, by the way. The annual harp guitar gathering... And I'm a bit younger than most of the guys there, yeah. if you can believe that. Um, but it's wonderful. It's a home away from home, you know, and I've not seen any of them for two or three years now. So yeah. we're going over to Connecticut in a few months to do that. Um, so that's a whole other thing. You know, You've not all, bought all your hot guitar, guitar with you this evening, have you? I have. You've got, got it. You've it's got over it. here. You've got it. You've got it. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So I'll do a bit on that. But yeah, like yeah the whole sure. finger style thing's huge over there. There's lots of little niches within niches, I think, mm. you know, and of course with the internet now. Fair enough, it's kind of over overload, isn't it, if you're not careful? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's so much great stuff out there now, and it's a click away, isn't it? You just it have is. to be a bit selective with your time these days, don't you? Because you could just sit there all day watching stuff and not get through most of what you like. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to be careful. What's this, what's this next one? How much time have I got, do you reckon? Uh, you've got about eight or nine minutes left. Right, OK. I reckon I'll do, I'll do the harp one, then, because that's fairly long. Go on, then. And I wouldn't want to rush. I wouldn't be able to play it twice as fast, either. I'll be back. <laughs> That's fine. So we're just sort of like finishing our session about half eight because we've got a few more tracks to squeeze in there and there people are sent in. No, of course, yeah. But we probably... Let me have a look down here. How many more we've got to go? Let me just check my timing. <clears throat> yeah, you, you could probably squeeze two in, Tommy, I think. Okay, don't think. Yeah, do two more first, please, Tom. Okay, don't me. Well, so yeah, this is this is Sid Harp guitar. Um, I'll try not to waffle on too much about it, but yeah, mm. when uh, YouTube came along, saw Andy McKee playing a harp guitar. Didn't know what one was. Thought it was wonderful. Found one on Gumtree. Yeah, no. Home of harp guitar. Fine. <laughs> 
And um, yeah, there was one, like one in the world I could find at that time. Oh, and, I just think like I'll have a, I'll have a search. What what inspired yeah. you to search on Gumtree of all things? I I'd bought and sold guitars on there before, and I just ah. thought oh, I'll have a look on there. I like Gumtree more than eBay because you have to meet the people with Gumtree. Yeah, you've you go around the houses and collect it. it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't in this case because it was in Scotland. Ah. And I thought I'm not doing that. But um, but yeah, and so so I got a harp guitar and uh, played it maybe four or five years, I think, and then. In 2016, I was doing a tour over in Ireland and Northern Ireland, and there's a factory over there in Donegal called the Emerald Guitar Factory, who built this one. And it's a chap called Alistair Hay. That's a beautiful looking thing. It's a it's a lovely machine, isn't it? Mm. It's all uh, so it's all carbon fibre. I oh. feel very safe flying with this. Yeah. You'd have to really go some to break it, you know. And they do try. Um, and so, you know, when a harp guitar player comes past the harp guitar factory, they invite you along because there aren't many of you. Uh. you know? And so I tried the prototype. I think it was about 2016 at this time, and then I bought one the year after on my 30th birthday. And, yeah, it's become a a real staple thing of of what I do now. And when I first got it, um, the first harp guitar, I can remember thinking, oh, this is going to be fantastic, you know. And then Poppy, who was five at the time, I think, said, play us something then, Dad. (laughs) Bit of a a problem there, funny story, you know. So I thought, I'll arrange something that, that she'll know. I'll do something that she'll like. So I did this little Disney medley that I'm going to play now. And, of course, her being five at the time, I didn't think... Hmm, I probably shouldn't do a load of stuff that was released before she was born, so she hadn't even seen it. So I spent ages doing this Disney movie. She listened and went, that was all right, what was it? (laughs) (laughs) So then, of course, we watched The Lion King and, you know, Beauty and the Beast and what have you. So, yeah, this is a a little little Disney medley that I put together. Lovely. I've not played it in absolutely yonks. So, yeah, fingers crossed, eh?
Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tommy Luce, absolutely fantastic. Come and see us again. I forgot how brilliant you are, mate. Uh, this is a band from Norfolk. They go by the name of uh, Sunny Bones, and the song's called I Don't Love You Like I Used To.
There we go. Uh, Sonny Bones and I Don't Love You Like I Used To. Uh, come from Norfolk. I thought it was a bit of a catchy number. Uh, I'm going to promote a gig now. Uh, it's called uh, Unity Fest, and it takes place on the Saturday, the 20th of August, over in uh, Corby. Uh, it's at the uh, Clubhouse Music Venue in Corby, and uh, it's in support of Ukraine, uh, mental health, and uh, homeless people. So, a great cause. I think it's organised by a friend of mine called... Uh, can't think of the name. Chris York, bless him. And uh, he helps out with uh, Jane Stark and stuff like that. Anyway, it's a good uh, free festival. And uh, there's the members, Jane Stark, The Roots, uh, The Carpet Band, Desperate Measures, Spring, Spring Park, another local band called uh, A Great Notion. I think uh, Transit Plan are pretty local as well. Uh, so, yeah, there's loads of great bands on there. And it's all, you know, they're asking people to donate on the door. So a gig well worth going to. And I shall be definitely going to it. Uh, this is a band called Art. And the song's called uh, Nothing Better. Just open my eyes and I'm already bored. Don't wanna work today, no, I don't wanna talk to the people who are fixed by the angry team. All they go and do is waste my time And I'll be so Stay in my lazy PJs Just roll a split, get blazed Come and relax, no today Just sit back, enjoy the day No point in rushing a life that's already fast So sit back and enjoy it Cause I got nothing better to do Oh, I got nothing better Oh, I got nothing better to do Nothing but Waiting, waiting on the window sill For my friends to get back to me On Wednesday night's party Even though I may have eyes like a panda bear I haven't slept that well in weeks But I'll keep on session, session Cause it means the world to me But until the night closes in The sun goes down I'm gonna go lie back Cause I got
Nothing better to do. Uh, Stuart McLeod, who used to live over in Alderway with Leslie Curtis, uh, has moved up into uh, Yorkshire, uh, but he's still doing some recording. And uh, this is his latest uh, piece of output from the Lost and Out from the Lost and Fan Club. It's called. Uh, uh-huh. There you go. Chronology. Okay. <laughs> i 
from Fan Club, uh, Chronology, uh, like I say, moved up to Yorkshire from uh, over in Andal, but still great, still great. Uh, this is a band from Glasgow, strange that, because we've got Chris McDade in the studio, who's just yes. turned up. Yes, 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 that's, that's, that's a bit of a perfect timing for you. Uh, the song's called New T- the band's called New Town, and the song's called Sail Away. Twist the fix 
A Scottish uh, band from Glasgow uh, called New Town and a song called Sail Away. This is a band called uh, Caymans. They come from Stoke and Trent and the song's called Illustrator.
Chris McDade here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show, we have features including your 10-year guarantee, where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, your top 5 countdown, as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour, it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733 237525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me, Chris McDade, only here on PCRFM. And yes, Chris McDade is back in the building. Get the right song, Mark, eh?
There you go. I was chatting to Mark all day there and got a little bit distracted, but we're sorted now. Uh, that's the last of the tracks uh, sent into the show. What tracks are I play now? Oh, I think I'll buy you, play you a little bit of uh, Credence Clearwater Revival and uh, Burn on the Bayou. Born on the Bayou, not Burn on the Bayou. That's a heat wave. Born on the Bayou. You like this one, Michael? I'll dedicate it to you. There we go. Dedicate this on to Mr. Michael Day. Doing the cameras this evening. Thank you very much. It's clear water revival and uh, born on the by. It's just about time for me to say good night to you. Uh, thank you very much for listening in to the show. It's greatly appreciated for wherever you are in the world. Uh, I hope the evening goes great for you. Uh, I'm going to play you out with a little bit of uh, Ace of Spades and Motorhead. Motorhead, Ace of Spades. Get it right, Mark. Good night.
the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live. 